Facts. Do we have any talking points? No. Sick. Alright. Back it up, tear! Yeah, I'll do tear. Put in reverse, tear! Terrence is my grandpa's right. name, and they called him. Is this gonna be EP3? I don't know. I, I say we just introduce the show as. Alright, hold on. Hello, and welcome back to That's Tough. I'm here with my side whore, Alvin. He's looking thick as fuck today. That's me. I mean, tear. Look at that specimen. Yeah, he's looking pretty. You don't. You don't have to say anything. It's okay. Uh, we're joined today in the <laughs> stew. It's a new guest with a uh, longtime friend and uh, trusted confidant, Terry. How's it going? You know, um, we bonded in the beginning of our friendship by just being absolutely fucking miserable, and it was just a common soul. Just a common experience. Yeah, when you hate your life, you usually tend to gravitate towards other people's misery, so. Commiseration is literally so good. Like, I hate people that you can't be miserable with together. You know what mm, I mean? No, I feel that. Like, if you're always happy, I, I I, don't fuck with that. What am I supposed to do with that? Yeah, if you weren't wallowing in self-pity at least, you know, six days out of the week, I probably don't want anything to do with you. Yeah, so I mean, you can already get a sense of the type of uh, the type of people we are—just miserable, fucking <laughs> cucks, sad boy hours. Well, uh, well, yeah, yeah, cuckold is way to put it. That's for sure. I do enjoy cuckolding. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no comment on that one. Wait, you saw Dune the other day, right? I did. Yeah. Okay, in Bra theaters. Good, bad. It was, it was pretty good. I mean, it was a lot of setup. I mean. It looked beautiful. That's right. For, that's what I heard. Honestly, I feel like they probably could have done... I mean, obviously, it would be kind of a money grab at that point, but probably a trilogy, because that's a lot of world building. I mean, when the uh, when it opens, it says Dune Part 1. So oh. it's definitely open for uh, a second, at least. Okay. I think no. he said he wants to make a trilogy. It's signed. It, the green light is a go for the second. Oh, really? But it, it was not, like, green-lighted until, like, a week ago. That's, uh, I was going to say, people were kind of tripping, because, you know box office it's weird now with all that streaming stuff yeah how does that even play because like spotify streams versus album sales are like two completely different metrics like i'm pretty sure like eight plays counts as like a sale for a single or yeah. something like that and it's on hbo max right yeah yeah, yeah. i was all I can say is sorry sorry um, i was gonna say i was surprised that it was free yeah like you could stream that for free opening night I don't like that, dude. I don't well, either. For like 10 bucks a month or however much HBO Max costs. Still. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like Disney Plus, I pay 14 bucks a month. And they, it still, if you want to watch like a premiere of a movie for the first like six months of its lifespan, you have to pay extra. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, HBO has always been good like that. I mean, best service in my opinion. But at the end of the day, you want to watch this movie in theaters because this looks insane. Mm. Yeah. yeah the heard, TV, no matter what TV you have, it won't do a fucking justice. That's I've, for I've heard watching an IMAX if you can. Yeah, no, it's nuts. I was actually kind of upset that I didn't watch an IMAX and it still looked amazing. So, highly recommend. We saw the Bond film in IMAX. Well worth the expenditure, oh, obviously. Mm -hmm. I'd say you concur. You know, that yeah. Good. 
No, great film, dude. Great film. I didn't see it in IMAX. But... Oh, you saw it, though. I did. What did you think? I liked it. Have you seen it? Yes. Okay. I was just making sure. I thought it was a, I thought it was a good... We just, we just talked about that. Well, that was... like, <laughs> like, when I say he dies, you know, like I don't want people to be pissed or whatever. But I think it was a good conclusion oh, to dude, the series. Oh, dude, don't put spoilers in the pod, bro. Yeah, yeah it's only been like a month. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> probably 90% of the people... Well, 90%, aka five of you out of the six who are listening. Yep. I'm just kidding. I think we have 40. We which have four, is not bad. 40 starts. 40 starts. 40 starts just say 40 but, listeners yeah, it let's, sounds let's better roll with that 40 listeners um so that means 90 percent would be like all but five six of you uh have probably not seen that film it's incredible really good i think probably the best way to end of that aspect of the franchise like i couldn't think of a better way to do it i'd agree they kind of killed the whole you know the theory where they say that uh every james bond is like it's like a new person into the same role yeah theory before they kind of teased it in this with the, with the well, spoiler alert, the girl of James Bond. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I'm cool with, like, you know, a new thing making it separate, but calling her, like, 007, like, yeah. I feel like that was literally just to piss Bond off, though. Like, you know what I mean? No, like that's fair. I, I could be in the minority here, but James Bond, the character, Ian Fleming's character was based off of Christopher Lee, the guy who played Count Dooku. You can't cast him as a female or not white. Yeah, I, I don't know. And that, honestly, like, think of it this way. It's like, why not construct more roles specifically for black people or Afri like African-Americans or Hispanics or f lesbians or females? You know what I'm saying? Like, Stop just reskinning Ghostbusters for females. Give them actually female roles. Right. And the same thing with like Oceans uh, 8. Oceans 8 was trash. I'm sorry. It was just not good. I haven't watched it. Don't care to watch it. Don't, don't really give a shit about that. Back to the Bond thing. Oh, okay. uh, fair. I kind of disagree because I think that James Bond is more than just, no matter who was based off of at this point, it's like a pop culture thing. So it's honestly whoever's best for the role should be the one who gets it, don't you think? I mean, yeah, even Daniel I mean, Craig, honestly, when, when Daniel Craig was first cast, they people freaked out because he was fucking blonde. So, yeah, you, know, you, can't, yeah. you can't be perfect, you know what I mean? And he did great. So, yeah, but, no, no, you know, they, they talked about Elba doing, doing Bond. I heard about that, and I would have been down for that, but also, like, at the same time, like, just shoehorning diversity into a role that was made about and for a Caucasian feels more like um like leeching no not leeching like. it just feels like um i don't know where you're going with this virtue signaling slash oh, yeah, like it's kind of like consolation prizes like why not construct new thoroughly vivid roles like uh black panther that role right. is through and through like you know what I mean? Yeah, that those, is, are, those are two way different things. No, no, no. I know, Black but... Black Panther and fucking James Bond I'm using so like, different. I'm <laughs> using super, super like black and white, pun intended, I guess. Nice, nice one. Examples. Because like... He, like fucking Christopher Lee was a badass. Okay, and here's the other thing though. If they're going to continue with this female lead, like it's not James Bond anymore. It's going to be 007. Well, I mean, that, I think that well, by the end of the movie, spoiler alert, you, know, you probably should have tuned out by now at this point, but uh, 
she gives it up and gives it back to him. Yes, so right. she's not 007 anymore. Also, I think that was more just a, I mean, a little nod to the theory of you know the 007 being a new person in the same role, uh, you know, same timeline kind of thing. Because Judy Dench came back from the last the last uh, series. You know, what was it who who played Bond last before Craig? Was it was it a uh, Brosnan? I'm not sure. Judy Dench played M in those movies too, and she came back. So people were like, "Oh, is it the same, same timeline here? Like just a new guy filling it in, like a seamless transition or what?" So yeah. I think it's more just a little tip of the hat to that. I have a quick question. Maybe I'm wrong and I missed something. But what was her role in this story? She was dead in this one. Yeah, she died a couple of movies ago. I'm I'm sorry. I think my brain's somewhere else. The 007 in the new oh oh, oh like, she basically she was like the new bonds face. retired by the beginning of it because right that but one what did she do in the plot uh well she actually helped bond at the end of the movie i mean that's about it i mean like she because she's she, just like an assistant she's she, like she's like the bond girl pretty much right I mean. she almost caught that one dude <clears throat> excuse me well, one thing that I actually kind of liked was how they subverted expectations because at first when I saw that they'd given 007 to uh, like her, I thought it was all this like virtue signally bullshit and then she gives it back and I was like, holy shit, that like did so much to exposit her character. You know, like instantly she went from someone who was like, dude, like what? she's got a chip on her shoulder. She's being a jerk, despite the fact that James is helping her and all this crap. And then in that scene, she's like, oh, well, I couldn't have done this without James, blah, blah, blah. Like, I thought that that was very tastefully done because like it didn't disrespect the predecessors and what James Bond is and who it's based off of. That's what's important to me. It's like the tradition of it. Yeah. You know, because it's it's based off a real person, and it's always. That, I want, I'm curious, like, what the story behind that is. Can we like look that up? Yeah, um, James Bond, Jamie, thing, who it's based off of. Jamie, pull it up. <laughs> Could you actually? Uh, where's my up. phone? Do I have my phone? Um, just look up Christopher Lee, James Bond. Like he literally got a blessing from like the monarch of Sweden to marry his daughter. He was like a trained swordsman, like class act dude, like obviously played Count Dooku. What if you found out he was like 12% African? And then is it cool to have Idris Elba play James Bond? <laughs> would, that, would that be okay? <laughs> I mean, so long as it's like a whitewashed Idris Elba. <laughs> <laughs> I love Idris Elba. I do I too. That, uh, He's an incredible actor. I really wish Tenet had given him more to work with. He was really good in the Suicide Squad. Don't know if you watched that. The new one? The new one? I have not. Honestly, I'm so like superhero burnt out right now. Like MCU fatigue is so real, bro. For me. Yeah, we had a whole year break from Marvel movies. Wasn't long enough for me. It's been like the last Marvel film that I left and you know when you see a good movie and you walk out and you're like walking like a badass and you're like in this headspace and all that? Yeah. Last Marvel movie that did that to me, Avengers 1. Oh, wow. The original. Wow. Endgame didn't hit for you? No, because, that, that last dude, hour. once Disney took over, it was like all about franchising rights and merchandising and all this. Like it became an economic machine as opposed to an artistic machine. Go. Okay, uh, Ian Fleming, which might be the writer of the show. Yeah, writer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, coincidentally, Lee's 
uh, step cousin. I, I knew they were related. Has admitted that Lee's days as a spy are what inspired him to create the ultimate super spy, James Bond. Interesting. So, like if you, okay, you just to give you an idea, Christopher Lee had a king's blessing to marry a princess despite the fact that he wasn't of like royal origin. He's been knighted. He's a trained swordsman, which is why he chose the sword uh, or the the hilt style of Count Dooku's sword, you know, how, or lightsaber, you know how it's bent? It's because that's like the traditional sword style that his uh, ancestors used. And to top it off, he's a secret agent. To top it off, he turned down the princess. Like, he ended up not marrying her. And then, Badass. after playing Count Dooku in Star Wars, he started a heavy metal rock band just for the hell of it. You gotta love retirement, man. You know, you just kind of have to find, <laughs> find something new. It does something you to people. You guys think a Sith Lord wasn't for him? Yeah. Nah. I mean, dude, my dad retired and literally, I think he's been more busy in retirement than he was when he was working. <laughs> he's retired? He's been retired since like 2014. Yeah, somebody else, I think Jake asked me that. I said, yeah, he's been, he's been retired for a while. Whoa, <laughs> just knows how to keep what busy. What is this man doing? Uh, he's doing like some stuff in politics yeah, currently. Like local politics, right? He was doing like he, the first thing he did out of retirement was like start a consultancy company and help like nonprofits get their books correct. Um, because he's like a finance guy. But um, the like literally the first thing he did and the most miserable I think I've ever seen him in my life. He became president of the HOA. Oh, dog. <laughs> That's the wrong place to be the HOA president, too. Dude, it was like Fugazi. He, like, I, first of all, I never would see him because of it. And when I did, he was pissed off because he's dealing with all these, like, snooty, stuck up. Yeah, so. Fuck. <laughs> What's your name again? Terry. So, I, I don't know if you've been Call to. Whatever you want. I don't, I don't know fuck. if you've been to our hometown. But Once. The, okay, the place that. Uh, he's been to my house. Okay, but that area is like the most, like I don't want to say the most, but it's the most expensive neighborhood in the state. Pretty much. And it's a bunch of very pretentious douchebags. Yeah. Like yeah, I grew up in private school. Like, I'm used to that shit. Range Rovers, Mercedes. Those are mid. Yeah. It's like, if you don't have a G-Wagon, then why are you here? Which is why I question why I'm there all the time. <laughs> but you just go to private school, right? Private school? Yes. Yes. Isn't it weird how like, at least in my private school, it's either like you're super fucking rich or you're like broke poor. Yeah, it is yeah, no, that horrible, is actually interesting. It's a horrible. Like, horrible there's system. very rarely anyone in the middle. It's like really low, like lower class who prioritize. And the funny thing is, is generally higher classes prioritize education because they know how important it is, and lower class people generally prioritize education out of a want to break like the generational curses or you know like right recoup on mistakes they made on their own life i don't know i know a that lot of kids who really... like kind of they were like problem kids so their parents sent them there for like rehab which mm. didn't do shit for no, them because not the private school is not as uh as, <laughs> as pretty as you think it is private <laughs> private school is a place where like in order to succeed there you have to be like a yuppie who has no problems and no anxiety and no social awareness like the people who i knew who got along well in that school 
were not socially aware. So they didn't realize how shitty it was. Hmm. Right, Alvin? Yeah, so I kind of took a different approach. Uh, ben here's pretty, uh, what's the word? Um, extroverted, I would say, more or less. Um, I, I fly under the radar, like never talk to teachers. Like I got my small like five-person friend, friend group, did my work. That was that's it. pretty big for that. That's school. why I started high school. It's now I finished it. You know, I'm, I, I was you for like middle school, freshman year, and then by the end of it, I was fucked. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. You know, they wanted me to shut up, and I couldn't. So, but yeah, the people that like thrived there, I would feel like definitely. It was weird. It was unique. I don't see. Here's the thing. I think the people who thrived there faked it, because oh. the kids who thrived there got into the real world and ended up like getting pregnant their freshman year and like becoming alcoholics and drug abusers You're not wrong man i that's fair i mean i know a lot of people with kids right now that are my age or getting married which isn't a bad thing but like i know a lot of people who became strippers right out, right out of which is not i guess wrong i mean we're not we're not like, disparaging those it's, it's but just like, like it's so different than what they were in high school is the point like you know right. like also compared cut, to like a's, how like, they were you know, breeding them to be like, well i mean like well they were you know straight a's clean cut and like as soon as they graduate they go to college you know they have one beer and the next you know they fucking you know they're waking up in a crack den <laughs> with six months of their lives missing you know, they don't remember just, any of it you know teach their own but point is it's just it's crazy you know like we were so sheltered some yeah. people so that once you get a little taste of the outside you get a little nuts there was this one kid he was in the grade below me total pretentious cunt like i'm talking like thought he was the bee's knees he got into like mit or something i think he went there like two semesters realized that he was a big fish in a small pond and in the ocean of mit he was a minnow and mm. he literally like quit <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a lot. Start with an N. Yeah, NP. Oh, uh, pastor kid. PK. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but like I don't know. So did he leave? I I don't know if he finished out, okay. but either way, he had like a hard kick to the balls where he realized he wasn't shit. And he was like, "Well, damn." I feel like he was like top of our school. Like, I mean, perfect, just to give you an idea, ACT he got score. a perfect ACT score, and our school on the front billboard was like. One of our students got a perfect ACT score, tore our school. I'm like, bruh, that had nothing to do with the school either. He was just a smart kid. Yeah, he was very smart. Yeah, they didn't really, well, it didn't feel like my school set up people to succeed. They just kind of mm. threw you out there. I mean, like, they gave you the idea that you were being set up to succeed. But, like, you know, once we actually got, it was called a prep school, you know, they prepped you for yeah. college. So yeah, they yeah. Called it. When they got to college, nobody knew what the fuck they were doing. Half of them didn't even go to college. Okay. No, honestly, I think... I took a gap year in between high school because I was so burnt out on school. I knew if I went straight to college, I'd end up becoming an alcoholic. Yeah. And I didn't feel like spending money to figure out what I wanted to do in college. I'd rather go to college knowing. It's kind of like how guys walk into a store and they know exactly what the fuck they want to buy. So they walk in, grab the shit off the shelf and leave. Whereas women like peruse. <laughs> they walk at a Target and walk out with like fucking two cards full of shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it takes what, 30 minutes maybe? I guess. I get what you're saying though. I, I kind of got lucky and kind of had my own gap year because it was all online. Because on of Bovid. And so I was like, I, I didn't really have to do a lot of work. And I was like figuring, I gotta, I gotta, you know, splurge a little. 
you know, I had an, I had an apartment Dude. right right outside of uh, BSU's campus and just had some fun. Wait, know? so were you saying that, um, to go back earlier, you said that you're set up to succeed when you're quiet? Is that you said? I, I was confused. No, flying under the radar is not a bad idea at that school. That's what I did. Well, I mean, because a lot of kids I know that flew under the radar, quote unquote, who were like quiet, kind of stayed like, they're like you know, a couple of friends, which is, I was the same way at one point, but like nothing wrong with that. Uh, they were like, I fucking hated high school. I wanted to kill myself in high school. And those are some of the people I'm talking about that, you know. Yeah. I, I was don't know. like a good medium, though. I th- I flew under the radar in certain regards. Like, people mm. didn't know I was, like, partying in high school. Right. No one knew that. Like, no one really knew what I did. But they knew me. You know, it's kind of like the G's move in silence type shit. Like, no one had to know what I was doing with my life. Yeah, it's the same way where like I kind of got I'm in my rounds, you know, like I I was pretty friendly and talked to everybody had my had my group of friends whatever but uh You know, I don't think many people knew what was going on at home hmm. Shit if people knew what was going on at home in school. It was like food gaze <laughs> like when uh my uh Close relative attempted suicide my father basically was like trying to keep it under wraps so that it didn't get to the school. Uh huh. Because he knew if it did, it would be disastrous. Well, the thing is, is like you know, once one person, especially in a small ass school like that, you know. Yeah, it was four hundred people K through twelve. Or I something mean, even like in a that, big school, you know, one person hears, everybody hears about it within a week. But like, you know, from my perspective, it's like you know, I got kids driving in in like Ferraris and like Porsches and shit. You know what I mean? So it's like you know, I'm sure they don't care about what's happening at my you know. Uh, middle class house (laughs) well that's the funny thing though is like people always equate like some form of like financial security just means you're not worrying about money and the fights in your home have nothing to do with money the fights in your home have to do with like other shit Mm -hmm. family structure yeah yeah i know i'm i yeah they have their own issues but you know nobody ever really like you know no rich kids are always happy and they have no problem shut the fuck up and check your privilege (laughs) one south park episode did i did i check his privilege yes <laughs> with the coach with, with all the pigs that had the word bigot like <laughs> they painted on him and it's and randy in stan's room dude <laughs> randy <laughs> anyways yeah it's like a end of the day i think that's what you make of it like i i've honestly enjoyed high school you know like i i never really didn't get along with people it was, it was pretty easy going but some you know it's weird like people that some people hate hated the shit out of it i don't know yeah it was weird and i which i i understand i guess like you know to go back to your point you said if you fly under the radar it's not a bad idea but like what's the definition of flying under the radar well there's also something to be said about people who like have the best time of their lives in high school like i oh, kind okay. of always took it yeah. as a comfort that high school is miserable for Peaking. me because i knew that couldn't be my peak right that's right I don't know. I, I I enjoyed high school. I mean, maybe it's my peak. I did not thrive or think it was the best thing ever. I'm Mom. enjoying what I'm doing right now much more. Every year of my life definitely gets better. I would say like high school is fun as hell, but like you know, freshman year of college, it's like you know, this is more fun than high school. That's for goddamn sure. That's fair. I'm kind of enjoying like getting out into the world and whatnot. Like obviously, it's been a couple of years for me now, but like obviously it's super stressful because it's like you have to start worrying about like hey uh what am i doing for money what am i doing for career did i just waste five years of my life in college and like did i just waste like two hundred fifty thousand dollars for nothing like 
there's a lot of stress, but it's also like there's something very alluring about having actual control over essentially. And it's also terrifying because it's like if you sit around at home, (laughs) sedentary on the couch, your life's going to be fucked for like if that's all you do during college. I'd even argue that kids who give all of their time just to schoolwork and don't bother with like networking or socializing or gaining skills outside of school, like those kids are also probably fucked. You know what I mean? It's like there's a lot you got to do oh, yeah. to succeed, and I think, success is. I think a you have spectrum. to be busy twenty four seven to get the most out of it. I think it's just what, you, like I said, life's what you make of it. Like some people, schools on them, schools not for them, so they go do a trade, and that's exactly what they need. Mm-hmm. You know, some people go to school because they want to, you know, uh, learn more about a certain topic, I guess, and see if they can go with that. But also at the same time, you can't just gain the knowledge and expect everything to fall in your lap. You got to put in the work too. You know what I mean? So, uh, I don't know. It's just like you said, it's what you make of it, especially in an industry like you know what you're discussing where it's like marketing's a, a big deal mm-hmm. you can't just go to school you know nice and learn a pointy camera and be like oh you know what's i'm done i got i got my degree i spent all this money whatever like you know what's next <laughs> yeah you just have to you know take the step forward yeah no that's actually something that i kind of uh regret a little bit but i'm also kind of happy about is that i didn't like my network is not planted to the film school at all. It's almost all exterior. Mm-hmm. And in certain ways that's great because like I have real world connections, but in other ways it's miserable because like I'm not getting put on student projects, but also at the end of the day, I was talking about this with Roy earlier, but like the group in our school that makes like decent student films are all so pretentious about it like you'd think they're christopher fucking nolan or something (laughs) like Uh, they act like they're way above everyone else yeah and they're probably private school syndrome dude they're probably going to end up working as like pas on like some big asset and never be able to do anything creative for the next 10 years of their life yeah maybe unless they figure out a way to bankroll their own projects I think there are some kids in there that are definitely going to be successful and they're definitely unique, but a lot of the other ones that are strictly doing student based work, I feel like, like, I don't, I just, I don't see a future in what they're doing. Like they're just, they're not pushing themselves. They're not being creative. They're just kind of doing it just to do it. Yeah. I mean, one of my good friends is a grip and he loves doing it. God bless him. That's fair. But like, so we were, I was working on a BT uh, project. And there was like a couple of grips who were like 50 or 60 years old. And I was just thinking, I'm like, what are you doing? Still doing manual labor at 60. Grip. What's a grip? Uh, I don't know for sure. And I'm sure the audience probably doesn't know for sure. Great question, actually. So it's basically to someone that, um, I mean, it's, it's like, it's literally just a helping hand in Mm -hmm. general. You like, you can plug lights in you can do lighting you like set up cables to people stands you run cables so you're, you're wondering why people were why were you asking like, why are you still doing this manual labor shit like well, what was that? it's just because there are certain people who like that's what they want to do but the issue is is like it's especially in film you can't ever be happy where you are which is kind of miserable but it's it, you want to act just that's like 
I can apply to any aspect of life. Well, but I'm saying, especially in film, it's like if you start as a grip, your next plan is, oh, I want to buy a grip truck and rent out my own gear. And then after a couple more years of doing that, you own a rental house and then you don't have to work at all. You just pay people to load trucks up and send Mm -hmm. them off the sets. But like, so uh, on another set I was working on, there was this sound guy who was just completely fucking miserable. He'd sit on set all day watching movies and just push (laughs) the record button and turn it off. And he was a crab apple, like total jerk. He was like 60s, 70s doing the same thing he's been doing for 20 years and like not good at it and not fun to work with. He ended up getting fired from the set. (laughs) So like, and with you, you're, you're trying to do acting. So like there are certain people who are like, oh yeah, I was a background extra. I got paid a hundred bucks for the day and that's great. That's a good starting place. I think it's just more for the experience at that point. Like, oh, I got in a set and I, I met somebody. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's what I'm saying. That's the difference. Got a paycheck. You gotta, you gotta, even as an extra, you have to network. You have to like, because there's a lot of people who come onto sets as extras and they mm. have like this pretentious vibe where like, you have to prove your value to them or something. You know what I'm saying? It's like the people who will do well in the industry are those who are humble, will learn. No one's but like below them. Like they'll talk to the crafty. You know what I mean? Like network on everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I, a crafty yeah. is the someone that does food. Yeah, crafty. Sorry, it's craft services. They put together a food table and like yeah. schedule like meals catering almost. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, simple, simple. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, like at, at the at the end of the day life is about growth and the only way you go anywhere is through growth so like for example like yeah you, you get to put in the work to grow you know what i mean so for example like like i moved here a year ago in the first 10 months i almost probably a year nothing happened you know it's kind of miserable i've been more productive in the last month just doing shit on my own and like actually like putting effort in and like knowing what i want and not like stressing about what's going to be next just like working like day by day you know yeah now sometimes you literally just have to put your head down and walk forward even if it's Mm -hmm. not in the direction you imminently want Mm -hmm. moving is still better than sitting around yeah totally yeah it's like you can't think too much about the future you know it's gonna have to let it play out i know for me it's like every every once in a while i'll look you know i'm kind of a big nostalgia person which is you know a a gift and a curse because nostalgia can really fuck you up sometimes you know if you think, i think that's like a male trait being nostalgic yeah like you kind of get attached to like the glory years like the mm-hmm. good parts of your life are perpetually behind you yeah i, I whenever i get with buddies you know like when i go back home it's like well we like laugh and joke about old stories and stuff or i'll tell old stories to my friends but like um you know some people like dwell on it too much or they never ever grow out of it and they get like super depressed yeah and I've, def- I've been there before but like um I, every once in a while I'll, I'll be like you know damn like think of like oh what happened where was that a year ago you know i think it's good to have those like conversations with yourself like mm. where was i at a month ago six months ago a year ago five years ago because then you see how far you've come and then you realize that you can also you know do that again <laughs> yeah you know because you're you're always moving forward somehow you know i mean you also have to take steps back to go forward too so mm. Yeah, no, it is interesting because at least in my life, like I've spent so much time looking forward and being frustrated with like 
the lack of being where I want to be mm-hmm. at this moment. Um, over the last, especially over COVID, like I was kind of forced to look back and I was like, oh shit, like I'm, I'm doing all right. Like I'm not as cripplingly anxious about the future because, you know, like I can see there's been progress. Yeah. Dude, I think hindsight is a beautiful thing because 2020 it is. Bruh, hindsight is what I like stay up late at night, like obsessing over. Yeah. There are times when I fucking beat my head against the wall because of hindsight. Oh, I'm like, no. you know what? No, no doubt. Because I, yeah, I'll think like, fuck, man, like you should not have done that. Oh, yeah. You know? no. Or you could have done this. I mean, in the positive sense, in your career, what? Oh, I know, but you know. It's like that idea where like you get in an argument and then like as you're driving home, you're like, shit, I should have said that. Fuck, that's a perfect yeah, comeback. You thought of all the shit you should have said five minutes after it's over. No, I know what you mean, though. Go, go ahead. Yeah. And like this person that comes to mind was like, Three years ago, I knew I wanted to do film and I wanted to do photography. And I was like, you know what? I was just taking pictures by myself, just of car meets and that kind of thing. Yeah. And I set a goal. I'm like, you know what? If in like a year, I can do a photo shoot with like a WRX STI, a Subaru, like that was like a far fetched goal. I'm like, that would be crazy. Like a few months later, I did a shoot with three, just randomly just popped up. And then I ended up doing like a, my own car show, producing like a small car show on YouTube. Oh, wow. and it's like, how did that happen? You know? Yeah, dude, it's, it's crazy. I'm just like, I did that. Like, what? <laughs> but, but it also doesn't seem like a big deal either. Yeah, because you're like, yeah, I did that. Like, there's no big deal. But if you like put yourselves in the shoes of, like, I set that goal, and you're like, dude, that's that. it's funny you say that because that's the thing that my therapist has said to me multiple times. Like, she's like, uh. I was like, yeah, I got into acting school. I was all in like a week span. I got into acting school. Uh, got a job. Two jobs. And then, uh, you know, one of my buddies might move in. All, all this stuff, whatever it was, kind of lined up at one time. And she was like, did you tell like, your friends about that? I go, no. <laughs> and she's like, oh, why not? I, like, I didn't think it was a big deal, like you said. She goes, well, that's a pretty fucking huge deal. You should like, you know, when, you, when you're in a spot where good things happen, you should like, take time to celebrate even if it's for a minute you know what i mean i agree and again like don't to me it's i don't want to dwell on wins because i feel like if i do then i again i'll get caught up in it and i go get stuck yeah you know but it's always good to sit there and be like pat yourself on the back even if it's for just half a second like you know what good job you did that shit and you deserve it but what's next you know right yeah that's healthy Mm -hmm. that's something i've been coming in terms with his way but mommy these nuts yeah uh but no it is definitely good to reflect on things um like i said i'm a big person about when it comes to reflecting you know um and it's it's healthy you know also like like positive and negatives you know like i was thinking about that's another day where it's like like a couple of months ago i got in this argument with my friend it wasn't like a bad argument but like you know you could tell things like were kind of weird afterwards and i was like fuck dude you know like to this day i fucking beat my head against the wall like damn like i wish i didn't do that and it wasn't even because i was mad at anybody or anything it's just because like you know sometimes you just get caught up in like your own shit that you like kind of lash out sometimes mm. but uh you know without that certain instance happening you know i wouldn't have been this spot where it's like damn i kind of need to get my shit together you know because i'm just like miserable and the, so if i didn't have that shitty experience with like a person i cared about then i wouldn't be on a track with like somewhat 
building momentum towards something good, you know, that makes sense. It's kind of rambly, but my point got across. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, it sucks, but things happen for a reason and sometimes bad things can lead to good things. That's at least what I tell myself to fall mm-hmm. asleep at night. <laughs> sometimes bad things happen a lot. True. I mean, it doesn't make them not bad things, but you can take some good out of it. You know? mm. Well, you kind of have to or else it's just pointless suffering. Mm-hmm. Which, that's, that's I mean... Dark. No, I mean, but it's it's true. true. It's like, you're not wrong. If you're not going to find some redemptive quality in the misery, like what's the point in being miserable? Like you might as well just end it. You know what I mean? It's like the only thing, I think the thing that makes you a successful human being and success on this term, I mean, like just functional is the ability to learn and find silver linings. Mm. Um, which is why I don't fuck with people who can't learn or take uh, criticism yeah, or move past their mistakes especially in like I said industry like this when I went when I had my auditions at the acting school he was like one of the biggest things is like he said first of all you know can acting be taught or is it like a like a gift it's like, it can be taught but you need to like be able to take direction and I think that applies to pretty much every aspect of life like you you mm-hmm. can't grow without change and how are you going to change without like you know the, like the first step to recovery oh i need help you know what i mean stuff yeah. like that where it's like okay you, you you just can't change that well also i think there was a literally a study done that said kids who were told they were naturally good at something become like disillusioned as they become adults because they're told they have so much potential but they're never told that they have to work mm-hmm so they, you know, they get used to like, oh, I don't really have to work that hard in school, you know, like, and then you get to the real world where it's not like an equation and they lose their shit. Right. Don't know. I know I'm a big UFC fan. I don't know about anybody else in the room, but there's this guy named John Jones. He's known as like the greatest UFC fighter of all time. He's never lost, uh, you know, crazy. Like he was like the youngest champion ever, I think. Um he's all, all his his biggest uh like downfall was himself like he's always on drugs all that kind of shit he, he never trains for fights really or like there's like a lot of fights he's like i didn't even train i was fucking high i was partying high on drugs you know fucking last night and you're beating your ass type shit you know but it's like it goes, it goes to show like he got so caught up in the fact that he's so naturally gifted that like you know yeah the ad like the the outside kind of got to him he's good in the ring but not great outside of it oh fuck no people would say he's the worst dude he fucking hit this pregnant bitch like a hit and run he fucking got out of his car and ran away she's alive she's fine but like you know i was like then he got suspended for a year it's pretty bad pretty bad but and that's not even a brand for him like conor mcgregor is an asshole because it's his brand oh yeah um (laughs) he's just actually a fail human being yeah, I mean, like, you look at him, he worked his ass off to be great, and he was great, and then he got kind of to his head, you know, it's like, he made a lot of money, and then, like, you know, what what pushes you to go, like, yeah, the same thing, like, you know, he, you're rich, like, when you have, like, nothing to lose, it's like... And nothing to gain, really. Yeah, exactly, that's that's kind of what I mean, it's like, he has all that money, it's like, why, why would I continue to go fucking, you know... 
I think that's a, a scarier position than nothing to lose is everything to lose and nothing to gain. Right. Yeah, no, I, I'd agree. I, I think that's kind of what I meant to say. I was just trying to figure, find out the words. But Yeah, like me personally, um, like I don't want to be rich. Like, like, I'd be lying if I said I didn't. It's not my main priority, but yeah, like I'd uh, be full of shit if I said I don't like I don't like money. <laughs> well, no, I love money. I would love to be financially free. And yeah, to worry about that like ever. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if it's so much that I just don't know what to do with it, like I feel like that low key. If you have so drive. much, you don't know what to do with it. Donate it. Okay, wait. Let me let me ask this because I'm gonna answer it too, but answer honestly. Uh, what exactly? Okay, for, first of all, part one. What do you want to do with your life? To photography, right? Or like production. Uh, yeah, I want to do sort. documentaries. Or I just want people to think differently about certain situations and walk away from, like, hopefully something I create, they can walk away and either have a new, fresh perspective on something for the better. Or um, I don't know. I want to say, like, better themselves from it. Mm-hmm. Or just like, yeah, just like be a good person, you know? <laughs> well, what about you? Like, like, what do you want to do and why? Honestly, that's something that I've been trying to, like, kind of sort through this year. Because, like, I know for sure there's this, like, big aspect of me that feels like I need to prove something because of, like, who my dad was and how successful he was. Um, also, like, our home growing up was, like, a very uh, performance-driven environment. Yeah. Um. I think like the motivation for what I, first of all, what I want to do is just create art and whether that be through the avenue of film, fashion, podcasting, whatever, you know what I mean? Like just create art for the hell of it. Mm -hmm. And hopefully that equates at some point to some sort of financial freedom. Um, The thing is, is like, I had a couple of years ago, I was working on a project with someone who's like extremely emotionally abusive to me. And he basically was saying like, I'm not an artist and I'm completely replaceable. And I kind of like over the last like year two, I think it was almost three years ago now, but I struggled so much because like I have a creative vision, but it got to the point where I was so... Hmm much like self-doubting myself self-deprecation too like i ripped myself a new one like every 10 minutes Mm -hmm. i don't know if this ever happens to you but like the voice in my head switched from being like a quiet voice to like actually screaming at me like i could hear my own voice screaming at me in my head because i was like so pissed like my confidence was gone my artistic vision was clouded um i felt like i was underperforming I felt misunderstood by my peers. Like, so over the last year or whatever, like kind of the, the cleansing, if you will, of all the people kind of stepped out of my life and shit on my doorstep while they were doing so kind of forced me to like sit in it and kind of figure out like how to be art myself, like authentically artistic without necessarily worrying about like the approval of others. Right. Doing it for yourself. For yeah, the, for the sake of the art, not for the sake of people enjoying your art. Yeah, and I'm I'm like, especially because of our high school, like struggle quite a bit with people pleasing. Like mm-hmm. I could totally be a chameleon if I wanted to, and just kind of like 
subvert my own emotions and ignore what I want out of situations and just be who people want me to be. But that's something that's been slowly been getting beaten out of me over the last couple of years. But same question to you. What do you want to do? Um, Well, like I said, I'd be I'd be lying if I said that money wasn't obviously like a plus for everything. I think everybody would want money, but it just depends how much. Like everyone dreams of buying a car or a house for their mom. Yeah, no, like no, nobody, nobody, nice. nobody wants to, you know, think about how they're gonna eat tomorrow or something. You know, yeah, like, okay. a, like you know, everybody wants to be able to. I think everyone's ideal life would not to be fucking loaded like a millionaire, but you know, if you could, well, millionaire isn't even loaded anymore. Yeah, all yeah I, that's I mean, true. I guess that is true. But because like, of the devaluation of the dollar, you might be able to buy a house. It's pretty easy <laughs> to get a million dollars now because the money is worth nothing. It's like making a million dollars this year is roughly making like eight hundred thousand last year. That's crazy. That is pretty. Anyway, give or take. Continue. But uh, point being is like I think everybody would like to be in a spot where they can support themselves without having to. You know. Right. Everybody wants financial freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's a good way to put it. Um, anyways, so for me, it's like when people ask, I want, I want to be an actor. I want to make movies. I want to write movies, all that kind of shit. Uh, people ask, oh, you know, like, why do you want to do that? Um, and I always start off by saying, I always say it's not for the money, but I know that that's what everyone says in halftime. It's probably bullshit. Um, but to be honest, it's like, that's not the first thing that pops in my head when I think of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, well, do you like telling stories? I love telling stories. Then there you go. But I, I, but here's, here's what I told my, my, uh, the director at my acting school. Cause they asked me the same thing. And I go, what's your favorite movie? Mine. Yeah. That's a rotating door. Uh, right now. <laughs> what was your, what was your favorite movie as a kid? As a kid. Cars. Cars is a good one. Uh, honestly, Star Wars episode two. And, and, and like, how does that translate into your life now? Star Wars episode two. Mm-hmm. Probably the shitty pickup lines, <laughs> but I but I mean like like you love Star Wars, right? So like yeah yeah yeah. But like, dude, picture this romantic place. Or the door opening. I hate the sand. It's rough. <laughs> it gets everywhere. Hey, they like it rough. But not like the sand here. It's um, smooth. Well, point. Hey, in. it's D. Oh, what up, uh, baby? Senor. Hey, you want to pause for a sec so we yeah, can get his mic up? Sorry, hold that thought. No, like, I'm holding. Please I'm holding, hold that I'm thought. Uh, have you uh, listened to any of the episodes yet? I, I listened to a little bit of the first one that you sent me. Uh, the second one's pretty good, actually. Good, it's how, many, how many of you guys filmed? Uh, this will be the third or fourth, depending on oh, okay. if we use anything from yesterday. It doesn't bother me at all. Dude, it, there was some crackhead energy there, dude. Very crackhead. It was so good. Very crackhead. Speaking so... of which, we got some Hennessy in the other room if you want a little sippy sip before Pop you start. Ball. Did you drive here? How would I drive here? In what car? Wait, how did you get here? You my cousin. Oh, but facts. I can drive my, you back too, by the way. Yeah, sure. Okay. My, my cousin lives right by Biola, so oh, I babysit dope. for her. Dope, dope. Also, like, it's, it's she hot? looks retarded, but <laughs> she's 45. But <laughs> <laughs> it, like, pretty 45? close to your face. Dang, Homie, not, that is... Not immediate cousin, like, third cousin. Homie, okay. 45. Yeah, it's like, 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 it only gets better with age. Let me get a... Where's hey, Hennessy, though? Vince, talk, talk like this. It's like on this close. Right, like, right. bring it closer to you. I'm gonna check your sound levels, too. He's Mike One, right? Just, yeah, get comfortable. Whatever's comfortable, dude. fire into booth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I got some. Grab, grab the hand off the real quick. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, it's on the. I've got to say, bar. the other day when he was over here, I, I was literally like, I had to like look up to him, dude. Motherfucker's getting tall. He is, this dude. Man. He's they grow tall up boy. so quick. Speaking <laughs> speaking of growing up so quickly, um, you should finish that statement before we get too far off topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I'm gonna. Uh, we are unpaused now, and we are now joined by D, who D accompanied us on the first and pilot episode of That Stuff. So we got welcome back, D, D and a bottle of Hen. Oh, that was cute. Okay, we were talking about movies. Uh, yeah, childhood. basically, basically, we we're just talking about like, uh, you know, what we want to do with our lives and why. So, you know, I uh, they I want to be an actor. I want to be, uh, you know, I, I would like to direct one day. I want to write a, write stuff, TV shows, movies, books, whatever it is. Um, all the above, it's all the same. But uh, I went to acting school at audition there. But the director before I even did anything, he's like, "Oh, why do you want to be an actor?" And I go, "Well, of course, like, you know, people ask me all the time too, like, oh, why do you want to do what you do? Um, money isn't main like the driving focus. Like, it's not the first thing that pops in my head. But of course, like, that's always going to be like an incentive. Like, you know, what? I would for sure, I'd like to be able to like." be fucking 30 years old have my mom and my dad in the house my aunt in the house whoever else to give a shit about in the house you know what I mean and no one like take care of the family pay for my kids yeah. school you know what I mean and and maybe have a cool car too you know take what I mean family out the hood I got a question I'd like to, I'd also I'd, one caveat I'd like to add real quick yeah financial freedom for myself is like kind of important but the ideal is I would like to set up my kids for financial freedom because like my dad would not have had the opportunity that he gave me, which yeah. is to go to art school yeah. for right. film. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of a naive no, dream. Dude, like I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my grandparents. And yeah. they, they set up like a college fund when I was born. And it's like, that's the only reason I'm here right now. I could not pay for the school we're going to. So that's kind of the aim. Yeah. It's like similar to you. Like I would love to have a situation where like I can bring all the boys in because my parents are fine. My sister's fine. You know, yeah. like I don't have to take care of my family, but I'll take care of the chosen family, which is mm. my friends. I think that's actually what I said too. Like when I graduated high school and I had like six months to myself, like what the fuck do I want to do, man? And I had no fucking idea. You know, the thing is, I think I knew the whole time what I wanted to do, but I was so like, that's a fucking, you know, <laughs> whatever man like you're you're crazy for thinking that you could even do something like that but you know but i but i'll go around and tell my friends like you know fucking go follow your dreams man but me i'm like yeah go fuck yourself like go go fucking go to law school or something right but uh you know the thing for me is like I, oh so i told all my friends like you know one day man i fucking swear to god i'm gonna make it so like i, I want to be in a spot where like you know the shit i'm saying to you you can actually do and if i can help with that in any fucking way i will and hopefully i can like put myself in a position where i have enough where i can just give it straight back and and help family and friends right. do what they want to do like i want to set up people for success i don't want to yeah. give handouts like i'm totally okay with providing for the homies if i make a lot of money but I w instead of giving them money i would rather use that money to set up connections for them to mm -hmm. where they can do what they like one of some tupac said that i watched when i was again around this time uh, 18 years old right out of high school i saw this interview with tupac and he was like you know i don't get these people who are fucking like multi-millionaires or billionaires like how do you fucking how are you so selfish you have all that money you know like yeah if you I, every time i walked in the street and i see anybody like a homeless man whatever i fucking take all the cash in my wallet out and give it to him it's like you shouldn't be rich like yeah that you shouldn't be like right. wealthy like that i guess you yeah. know and like again uh, nothing like, wrong with being wealthy yeah. that's not what i'm saying at all but like he's a point where it's like if 
you should be able to give back you know that's the whole point yeah like um building on this like so i had an idea for a podcast and i was like you know what ben would be like i, I want to do a podcast with ben and so I, I sent ben a text and i'm like hey let's do a podcast dead ass like dead ass bro and like my inspiration for it is a uh, it's kind of weird but um i grew up watching a dude named tanner fox mm-hmm. did vlogs scooter Wait, stuff the, did car the stuff. scooter kid that guy yep that guy, I grew up with him. I actually met you him. You grew at, up with him. Well, you know what I mean. I, like, oh, for like, a second, oh, I was like, fuck. Grew up, I watched on all his him. videos. And I actually met him at the Drift event, which was like the coolest thing in the world. Damn. Anyways, side note. So basically, he started a podcast about six months ago. Yeah. And uh, so his best friend has been there since like day one, since he started doing YouTube. He's like never really made it big. His name's like Maverick. Like I love the dude. He's such a genuine, like from what I've seen. Um, but he was just valeting for a hotel and had been for years. And then his friend was like, Hey, let's start a podcast. And actually like gave him, he quit his job and was able to like, you know, live off the podcast and doing something he loves. And it's like, yeah. that's my goal. I want to set up opportunities. I'll let them do it. You know? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I know some people are like, you know, I don't want the, uh, I feel bad taking handouts, but it's also like, you're not like that guy right there. Like he was given like. That's also he, not he, a handout. No, exactly. That's, that's my point. Work, so like the, the, the door opened, but he had to, you know, he had to walk through it and do the rest. Yeah, you know he had to mean? work on it too. Um, yeah. uh, also, going back to something we said earlier, um, like my family was never fucking rich by any means. We weren't like broke, but like you know, we didn't have a whole lot of money. But something that I was given by my uh, by my family was like the idea of like you should be able to go and do whatever you want to do. You know what I mean? Like hope. And so like even if I can't pay for a fucking every every dime of my kid's school you know god forbid but uh so i'd like you to do that it's like if i can you know instill the ideas in their mind and they can do what they want to do and yeah, there's nothing true. wrong with that yeah. sometimes that's more valuable than like that 100 because like you know i yeah exactly oh that's one thing i always thought was cool about my dad is like when i wanted to buy a camera he mm. was like i'll go in for half but you got to put some skin in the game. Like, right. I want to show you that I believe in what you can do, but yeah. you're not getting away scot-free. You got to put your own blood, sweat, and tears into this. Yeah, that's, that's something that's my healthy. dad did with me, too. Where, like, my, my dad's, like, a financial advisor, so, you know, he's he's fine, but he's good with money, too. We're so. not financial advisors. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> I love, sorry, I love he's with the shits. Shit. Yeah, no, but uh, he, he would always make me do my own shit. Like, he would make me pay for my own stuff, and I was like, what, like, what are you doing? Like, why can't you help me, like, a little bit? But, yeah. but then I realized as I grew up, I'm like, he actually like instilled in me something that's like a lot more valuable than him, like buying me the bike I wanted when I was a kid or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not like, oh shit, why did it just go away? Uh, what did you, what were you literally just saying? My dad did uh, buy me a financial advisor. <laughs> we aren't. No. <laughs> and, uh, and, but no, his dad would make him save money for stuff he wanted. Oh yeah. That was no, not no. like, you know super important like bikes no so when i was a kid like i was super adhd and i still am today but like my dad was always so hard on me like sit down and focus you know like sometimes like for the mental health like that wasn't the best approach because it's like why are you depressed just don't be depressed you know what i mean like old-fashioned he he like has the most insane work ethic of anyone i know Mm -hmm. and like i know now looking back that my dad was terrified that i'd have a shitty work ethic and like 
obviously if you have a bad work ethic you're not gonna do anything with your life like mm-hmm. you know you'll do the bare minimum but like that's one thing like looking back on that now like i i'm more thankful for my dad being so hard on me because like now i feel so much more prepared kind of like in a similar way like our high school sucked but you know what they gave me a very good ability to like speak and present myself exactly so like in certain ways i'm like i resent it but in other ways i'm like i wouldn't be here without that i also feel like confident in my core values yeah more or less and i feel confident that i can defend them right like i don't feel like wishy-washy you know be like yeah i I guess that makes more sense i'll hop on that train i'm like no i'm kind of sticking to my shit and i can argue for it vibing with like this anymore (laughs) (laughs) actually um i got a quick question for uh t terrence um so is there like an actor that you look up to as like a role model i'm curious because i feel like most people in the industry that they're wanting to go into either have a few people or someone that you're like i kind of want to be like that guy um there's actors i definitely appreciate i i think when i was first i've grown up watching movies and i think like when i got older i was like i think i thought of it more like i would like to be in a movie like that instead of like i want to just it'd be like if i see a role i'd be like that'd be a cool role to be in you know like i think of uh um, stuff like you know anything Scorsese does like the roles he writes for people or like even Tarantino so where it's like they're actually fleshed out and there's like an element of like comedy to it but it's like more serious like that that <laughs> shit right there is really interesting to me okay. but I like Ryan Gosling a lot he's my like, current favorite actor I Ryan like the way Gosling he, is a babe dude <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he's a great actor he's honestly underrated like he doesn't really get a whole lot of love for shit damn but I thought it's because he does a lot of like kind of pop roles you know what i mean where it's like he's given these like popular roles but like well honestly even then, Runner? think of like uh, uh a place beyond the pines has anybody seen that he did great in that see and exactly no one here has fucking seen it but me have you seen it i've seen I the s- notebook he's, he's great in that shit too he's, really oh, La La Land. he's great in La La Land <laughs> no, too. But i same. started it but i didn't get to finish it blue valentine anybody seen blue valentine okay excellent you know what? movie I'm he's a- fucking excellent in that Sorry, I'm looking at like, these films right now. I just saw that. Yeah. Blade Runner, a lot of people think it was like kind of boring and shit. And like, he, well, they're like, crazy. he wasn't written a role that was like expressly emotive. It wasn't supposed like, to be. The way he subtly plays that is so good. Like, that's mm-hmm. some acting chops. Like, I mean, think about he's well, got okay. it. There is one thing I want to go back to. So I'm going to say that right after I say this. But think about his character in that movie. His character is literally made to murder his own kind. Yeah, his whole entire life's existence. Well, he's First of all, he was supposed he was, to be unfeeling. He was, he was fabricated, right? And every single day, he has to walk into the fucking uh, the the police station, and uh, and take a test to see, make sure he's not mentally cracked. And if he is, they're gonna blow him away. So he has to be like, I want to watch robot. that tonight. Um, because you know, like that one, they sit him down, and he's like, it's like repeating. Cells. And they're saying cells. Yeah, yeah. He used to say that, and it's like, if your emotions are off the charts you're dead. Want to know why? Because you're not even a real fucking human. You're a, a, a replicant, replicant yeah. which is like just what it sounds like, you know? Um, so people, people who say that obviously don't really get the point of the movie or the character, yeah. but so fuck it. Is one of your goals for acting? Like, I don't know if you've thought about this. Maybe mm-hmm. this is too deep and I'm digging. Too I want to be the deep. fucking greatest ever. No, that's everything. That's I do. But I mean, like, honestly, honestly, do you think you want to be, well, I got some notes for um, where you can improve. <laughs> like, is your plan to be like an actor that is like, true to yourself and it's like when people see you acting like oh yeah this is this dude and that's how he lives or do you kind of want to set up like a persona like not like you're young keanu bro no i right i don't want a persona i I would like people to keanu 
That is a nice you know, guy right he's there. He's genuine, and you know who well, he is. As that's a what I mean, though. Is like you've got the like mental, emotional, honorable foundations of Keanu. So I think no matter how much success you get, you're always going to be like a pleasant guy to work with. I hope right. so. Let me say this: there's um, there's two parts two parts that I answer. One of them is actually I'm glad you said that because there's a part I wanted to go back to before. I said, "What's your favorite movie?" Right when you were a kid, you said Star Wars Episode Two. I you said, said Cars. Cars. Yeah. Favorite movie when you were a kid. I got to go with Star Wars too, definitely. Episode two. Um. Well, definitely episode that, two, but Star Wars as well. It was like you a know, toss up between. But how? Like, I think uh, five. Oh, you that's know. that's like the best one. It yeah. doesn't even have to be like when you were a kid. Even now, like, what's the most recent movie you've watched that's like impactful to you? Peanut Butter Falcon. I don't know. I, I love Hundred Foot Journey. You know, like for for example, I have a uh, well, I'm a big Batman fan. Ooh. The Dark Knight's my favorite movie. It's been my favorite movie since opening night in 2008. I was there at the midnight premiere as eight years fucking old. Still this to this day, my favorite movie. I've watched it a hundred fucking times and it will never get old to me. I have a tattoo of it on my arm. It's so important to me. I have a tattoo on my arm of it. Oh, there goes the anonymity. And uh, <laughs> no. I don't give a shit. And they uh, can fucking look at my middle name and find out who I am. Um, <laughs> probably slice that out. I just realized what I said. No, Anyways, fine. Fine. point is, it's so impactful. Me, I have a, you know, I have a tattoo on my arm, or like even like people have like I have a Foo Fighters tattoo on my leg too. Let's keep, let's keep fucking selling me out here. You know, people, <laughs> people get impacted by, by media, right? And so to me, it's like I, I tell my, I talk, we're talking about movies now. You know how I said that Ryan Gosling is my favorite actor. We just had a full discussion about what his fucking character meant. You know, that's cool as shit. Like, um. You know, talk about Disney Plus, and he watches fucking hours of Star Wars content a week. <laughs> no, I do not, bro. I haven't sometimes, touched that sometimes. app in like a month. Well, don't ruin my point. Okay, point. fair <laughs> enough. I watch it all day, every day. Anyways, the point is like these things impact people. Like, like even people who don't like movies, like they have a favorite movie. You know what I mean? Like, they're yeah. not gonna watch movies all day, but like, damn, you know, when I was a kid, fuck my dad, my my dad showed me this movie type shit. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, I want to be able to be put in a spot where people can be. Like I was inspired to go and fucking make movies, and I want to create. Th- I want to create things. It's the biggest thing, right? But I was inspired to go do this shit because of watching movies. And so if I can be in a spot where I'm making a movie or I'm in a movie, and people are like, "Damn, that was really, really good," and it's like it can change some people's life. Like there's movies that have changed people's life or like change your perspective on life, and that'd be fucking sick as hell to say that I right. was able to do it to somebody else. But what's e- the point even of being? Then, if it's not even like a life-changing movie yeah. i mean still like if good, i can if i can fucking impact one person yeah, exactly good a good enough. movie sometimes is just like it just hits different you mm-hmm. know what i mean i think you and me are on the same page i think you want to act in movies that mm-hmm. change people's lives and i want to make movies that change. yeah i mean lives. i would like to do both but acting's the oh, number one thing uh, yeah, sure. that's actually the beauty of the art form though is writing you, more you notice directing. like Hollywood has been used, like film in general, has been used to essentially change the opinions of the entire society. Oh, yeah. So you like think of early 2000s. Too. Yeah, well, there's a reason film propaganda was so popular in uh, World War II. But beyond that, it's like in modern day society, like you think about the early 2000s and how like homosexuality was somewhat taboo. And then Glee Definitely. had homosexual characters and they started putting it in television shows. And now, like, it's just, like, a very accepted, like, uh, I mean, it wasn't even fucking legal. Yeah. Like, 10 years ago. Yeah. Well, it's true. I mean, even when I was growing up, like, I was pretty sheltered. Uh, My class size for most of elementary and middle school is, like, 10 people. Yeah. And I had, like, basically no, like, experience with, like, the outer world. But 
my like my only interaction with it was like tv shows just like dumb stuff like the office or yeah, like a new girl stuff like that like media really affects you i mean like, the, the, my director asked me like like you know have you done acting before i go i mean that's like I, everything i learned is from fucking watching movies you know and and i think i'm pretty goddamn decent at it at least that's what the guy told me he said i'm pretty good and that's all from just watching media I but a lot of lessons i've learned i'm an only child that grew up a lot alone because you know parents worked a lot uh, I can definitely say for a fact I learned a lot of life lessons from, from TV shows and movies and books. Read kids, please. Fuck. <laughs> What's interesting too, though, is like kind of how gender stereotypes and whatnot and like societal gender roles have been so informed by portrayal in the media. Like mm. you think about like the disintegration of the American family, for instance. Um, I mean... It, Name a show where the dad isn't a dumbass. I'll wait. You're putting on the spot, dude. You know? That's the point. Like, the, the Jeffersons? I don't fucking know. But you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> so that, like, slowly kind of deteriorated the view of fathers. And then, you know, you look at stuff like welfare and whatnot and kind of the government replacing fathers. And then you look at like all of the gender dysphoria and stuff that's arisen in recent years. It's because there's no males who are traditionally male are told that that's toxic masculinity and part of the patriarchy. But like, in essence, like the strongest part of any community is the family unit. And if there is no family unit, the community is susceptible to influence. So like... There are certain ways in which media, I think, has influenced American life and also worldwide life in a completely heinous way. Like, also, I think media has turned everyone into consumers, like habitual oh, consumers. De Most Especially definitely. Now, now when you can literally access anything you want to and the fucking click of a button, you know, it's in it's, your pocket all the time. It's like on Amazon Prime shows, it's like the product placement. Like, if you pause, it'll say, like, the actors in the scene, but you can also be like, if you want to buy that sh and that nice chaise right there or that throw blanket, we got it right here. <laughs> Amazon no, Prime, even, one day shipping. Mm -hmm. Even, like, kids nowadays, I was just babysitting a kid and he knows how to work his way through Netflix. He can you like browse it. Born. He can like browse it on his own. Like even then, so he's not personally a consumer, but like the habit of like kind of like scrolling through, choosing what you want. That that kind of habit can definitely right. translate into like consumerism, and it, it definitely is changing how how we just interact with like each other. And yeah, I think social media is a big part of that too. Oh, like social, oh, most media. social media. It's, all, it's so hard. All media, yeah. dude. I I deleted that shit two months ago. It's been the best two months of my fucking life. Honestly, if like I hadn't spent so much time and done so much networking through social media, I think I'd be off it. But like I post right. like once a month now, maybe because like I have better things. It wasn't even the posting part for me. I, I didn't post a lot either. It's more of like the just, oh, you know, like fucking what am I not? I'm not moving my hands right now. You just pull my phone out and scroll. Even mm -hmm. I just looked at it 30 yeah. fucking seconds ago. Nothing's new, you know, or like yeah. just seeing shit I didn't want to see or shit. It's just like, you know, like like my excuse is like, oh. Well, you know, well, first of all, the people I want to talk to, they'll talk to me or I'll talk to them if we really want to fucking talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Second of all, all my friends live in another fucking state to go back to that point, And like my best friends, like we still talk every fucking day. Yeah. Second of all, like, oh, I want to catch up with sports shit. Okay. I can fucking go on my fucking laptop or my fucking phone and Google some shit if I want to. You know what I mean? I can yeah. watch the fucking game instead of watching the highlights, you know, shit like that. Yeah. No, what I've actually started doing, you Reading know how there's like do not do not uh disturb while driving is like an option yeah you can change the like message that it automatically replies to text with so i like have it 
to send, hey, I'm away from the phone right now. I'll get back to you when I'm back to the phone, but I'll turn on do not disturb while driving manually. So it like goes on all day Mm -hmm. and I'll just leave it on for the whole day and just come back and answer texts at night. And that's done so much for my mental health. Yeah, I think we need to normalize, you know, social media breaks honestly like social media is the fucking most toxic thing i've seen i in my also life. think it's ridiculous that like and you can also totally network without it just saying it's way no, easier no, no, to do it sure. with social media but like you know you you tend to think things are impossible when it's way easier with social media or with the internet in general but can, like can you build well, i do both because like i'm honestly i'm like i know you do i'm just saying i don't be like downgrading but i don't know how to what does that look like networking without social media talk to random people anytime you're in a place where yeah. people do similar things to you um, but what I was going to say is like one thing that pisses me off more than anything is like how everyone feels entitled to your time to where like if you don't respond to a text in 10 minutes, like people get butt hurt or they're like, hey, are we still good? Like, yes, I have a real life, though. Email is a thing, too, by the way. Just put that I there. fucking LinkedIn, hate email. LinkedIn's yeah. probably a... Why? Email's oh, great. Shoot. LinkedIn is probably one of the most useful social medias out there. Agreed. I need to get Agreed. Because, like, uh, that's literally networking in a fucking nutshell. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, the sooner uh, you get on LinkedIn, the better. And and all the toxic part is, is out of it. So, you know... If, if I had enough money, I'd pay someone to manage my social media for me so I don't ever have to look at it, touch it, interact with it, ever. I just think it's better for your health. I mean, I, I feel like most people are happy with that, to be honest. Oh, and again, to each, to each their own. It's just like, I I miss, you know, I used to read more. I used to fucking uh, be happier type shit. You know, I used to do a lot more productive things. You know, what you spend like fucking eight hours a day, eight plus hours a day, probably on your phone. Most people do. What fucking five hours of that is on social media? It is so ridiculous. Why, why, why do you need to consume five hours a day on Instagram? You know, what you I mean? don't need like, to consume that. five hours a day of anything. You, you know, you, what probably, I mean? you, you can use you could fucking look at Instagram for 30 minutes a day and you get just as much. <laughs> well, true. especially That's now true. with the uh, new algorithm or whatever, where it tells see, you, you know, what you want to see. I don't use it. Yep, and I don't give a fuck. You're gonna see the same <laughs> amount of stuff on your feet anyway. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm downloading LinkedIn right now. Good. See, there we go. Start that up. <laughs> um, Yo, connect with me, though. Yeah, connect. Oh, you're, dude, oh, here we, we go. gotta connect, bro. What the hell are we doing? Yeah, you guys are gonna have to give me a crash course on this. Bro, it's literally it. just like Facebook, but all business. And it's anyone that you've ever breathed within five feet of, you connect. You connect with. Literally. Dope. And like, it'll say, someone, someone just got an opportunity at this firm. Just send them a quick little message and be like, Yo, congrats on the opportunity. That's it. It's literally it. It's just a bunch of guys like in a circle jerking each other off. Like there's none of that puff beast bullshit. Like oh my new fucking shoes that it's got. Achievement. That's it. It's all about achievement. I will say though, and never answer the second part of your question just really quick. Will I use a persona? No, I think I I like myself better. I've always like just being myself. I never find, and I've never had to like. When I was like earlier on in high school and middle school, I tried to like like man how can i like i don't think i liked who i was very much so i tried to be different and i was like i don't like that either so let's just be myself and i yeah. found out myself was pretty damn cool i would agree thank you i think that's the best way to yourself. Go too. i think yeah. you need to take it down a couple notches <laughs> i mean i'm not like saying i'm the fucking best in the world but i just think that like you know i i it's it life's pretty simple you know you fucking show kindness to people and you be honest and you know it gets you pretty far and say yeah. what you mean and but if don't you let people say walk something over you. yeah for sure like that's one thing that i always like fucked with about you specifically and honestly the more i get to know the both of you i kind of feel like you're on the same wave but it's like 
if you say you're gonna do something it's not like some fomo shit where you text me 10 minutes before and you're like no i'm done like i feel like your mental processes i i already said i would do this so i will do this just because i need to protect the sanctity and the value of my word i mean i i feel bad even bailing on plans i i really bail on plans unless like I kind of have to right yeah, well exactly. even today like i scheduled to meet up with a girl and i was literally in the middle of writing a paper and i was like damn i completely forgot about this but like it was kind of more the fact that i'd made that commitment i wouldn't back out i mean anything for a dick like am i right boys um that wasn't what it was i <laughs> know <laughs> no, no, i know this is mean. a valued friend and confidant somebody had to make one dick joke while you're here so fair I just enough it's been an hour Dude, I, said a dick I, joke. I do need my knob schlobbed like asap rocky yeah <laughs> me too but it's nnn so we can't you gotta wait a month it's been too long dude man. going back for uh thanksgiving for you is gonna be rough no bro. i don't That's care still no not november no i do not care i am losing yeah. that that shit does not apply to uh taking people I, I would agree like low key. Nah, i am not wasting that opportunity when i go home for thanksgiving Bruh, i'm taking full honestly, advantage of that i think it's funny how like dudes are like always like poised as like the horny like dudes but like it's slowly changing because like no the dude whole it's not changing girls are just they've been horny right, dude. honestly yeah, the whole, right, right, no one talks him. about it dude this is gonna sound fucked up but i think basically in especially in college the girls are horny they do something they regret and then they blame it on the guy yeah, obviously that's my not, experience. not in every case. That's not right? the by and large thing, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, post not clarity, dude. Well, uh, that's I think, the, that's, I think it's what narrowed down to is post not clarity. Well, for both genders, only differences is you know we expel the hormones directly out of our body, essentially. Huh. Um, I mean, that is cruel, though. I'm just saying, if Megan fucking Fox walked in right now, everybody in this room would break down November in a fucking heartbeat. It, well, yes, but Hopefully also not at the same time, dude. Be a little anything for size. her. Yeah, I am weed. <laughs> Their relationship is so weird. Uh, I I don't know. You know, if I was in a relationship like that, I'd be kind of happy. I mean, they're so into each other that they don't give a fuck what other people think. That's that is hot. something like that. It's like the couple who's making out in the middle of the mall. Okay, it well, is trashy I, as fuck, but but you know they're happy. They're so happy. I don't prefer to do that, but sometimes sometimes they get lost in the sauce. You know what I mean? Like. You don't really give a fuck when you're when you're in love. See, I I wouldn't this really know what that's, that's like. Deep. I've never like you cannot say you've never not been in love. You've no, no, no. I've love. been in love, but I've never been so in love that I like can get out of my head. Not well, I don't moment. think he's saying no. that you know you're supposed to get out of your head when you're in love. But that's the thing is like I, I think, think you're always gonna be in your head when you're in love. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like yeah, but there's certain like confluences of uh you know stimuli and whatnot that generally can pull you out of that but mm -hmm. and maybe you know what maybe i've spent like a couple hours in a car and then the second that the deed is done i'm like oh shit i gotta get the fuck out of here so maybe that counts maybe i was in love then i don't know does that make sense <laughs> not really no sorry okay i just no, don't want to go into like gratuitous detail no, so, no yeah. we, we can leave it at that I feel Thank like it's you, like D. the same thing that like love is <laughs> love kind of blinds you in a sense. I feel like yeah, you do ignore red flags for right. sure. Oh no, hundred percent. At least in the honeymoon phase. And the other thing is, is that I feel like um, people that aren't in relationships right now, like you see all these like couple posts on Instagram. That is miserable. Right, but but at the same time, it's like once you're like in the relationship. I mean, I was very young, so I guess I've, I'm probably changed now. But I feel like you're kind of blinded to how cringy that 
kind of seems put off and like you know putting their name in the insta bio and that you know to me I to never be honest that. to be honest that's fair even though i don't have social media right now and if i ever like you know in a, in a relationship i never have the urge to be like oh i'm gonna post this all over my shit because i'm not even thinking about that i'm thinking about i'm just enjoying the fucking moment like i agree i enjoy i have to when i'm with a girl i don't even fucking pull my phone out if it's a girl i really really like i'm like fucking yeah. a i'm really throwing this shit in the fucking trash yeah. can right now. i don't give a fuck about what's happening on my phone i don't give a fuck about no, 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 that does, like like have, honestly 19 posts on my insta and i've had it for six years that's so, those are some rookie numbers you gotta pump them shits up but oh, bro i think i think i'm doing it right yeah what's your engagement i'm just kidding know. i'm okay. kidding dude i can't tell you how many times care. unironically in la general metro area i've heard people be like how many you have on tiktok what's your engagement i'm like shut the fuck up bro what's your social credit score in the ccp bro that's what i want to know tiktok is, is so cancerous hate. dude tiktok on some days just takes like so much time for me and i don't even realize it yeah that's what i'm saying have you so noticed weird. they have like posts now where like if you scroll for more than like an hour it'll be like hey you need to take a break go outside walk yeah, around but it's like they put that there but it's not like you're actually gonna listen to but it but it's also like anti-vaping um ads where like if you see it it's like fuck i'm gonna rip right now just to like spite you yeah dude you i'm know, gonna watch another 50 minutes yeah, of videos i got some homies back home and uh Literally, every, so the buses in our hometown, we have escaped the vape kind of thing. Every oh, yeah, time we see one, we're like, I'll rip to that. <laughs> like, it's like, it's required now. It's like, if you see it, you have to. Metal in your fucking lungs. Yes, I, sir. I will say this about TikTok. It's like, you know, my, my roommate, my actual the person who lives in my room with me. Uh, I love you very much. I don't want this to be offensive because everyone does it. But I've seen him go on TikTok for two hours fucking straight. Yep. I, I, I know I know a girl obscene. and and he'll even say this is really bad go, yeah. yeah 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 it is but uh it's so you know I also have a friend back home and she I've, I've been hanging out with her a couple times or whatever and she'll be on TikTok for fucking hours hours like five fucking hours man yeah. like that's yeah. the thing like not even blinking dude that's I'm like, actually the thing that I think destroyed my last relationship is during all of TikTok. quarantine she'd be on TikTok for like six hours a day yeah. it's fucked up man and like, but like consecutively like, it's not even like I'm in no break breaks. it's like I, I haven't eaten in 12 hours or I don't know why like because I was watching TikTok you it's get up fucked. to cook and you're still watching TikToks like it's a fucking it's a fucking problem man. And and honestly like, when I when I had TikTok I refused to look at like a what like what the for you page cuz I didn't want to go down that rabbit hole. Well, I just looked at my fact, fucking subscriptions. <laughs> the fact that everything is algorithm based now too is literally like feeding you stuff they know will keep you there. Oh yeah. Like the social that media. That being is said, so I don't toxic. think you can blame social media, but let's what's flip out the screen times real quick. You guys oh, got screen time? Nah, mine today is so bad, dude. No, I, just your, 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 how about your weekly average? Can I'm probably around that? like six hours a day weekly Mine average. Mine actually varies a lot. But I'm on FaceTime most of the day, a lot of the time with my girlfriend. Okay, that's so like, different though. But like still, that. like on TikTok, some, t some days I can be on there for like three hours. Yeah. No, like total, no. like, because it's like, you know, you wake up in the morning, you open TikTok. And then, you know, you come back from lunch, you open TikTok. And then, you know, before you go to bed, you open TikTok. And that stuff adds up, dude. I got 21 minutes on messaging, but also I leave my phone open a lot. What, what's I got uh, 20 minutes on Instagram, uh, 19 minutes on Waze this week or today, bro. You did yeah. not spend 19 okay. minutes on Waze, bro. Dude, honestly, my screen times are always so screwed up. Like I'll check at it and it'll be like 10 hours this week on maps, nine hours on maps. <laughs> 
Okay, this is bad. Well, my weekly, uh, this past week, I've been on TikTok for four hours. Instagram for almost two. I was on TikTok for two hours today. Today. Almost. That is not good. That's what I'm saying, man. This is the one that matters. 23 minutes on Clash Royale today. My man. Bro. I got 15 minutes. Yes, sir. The grind don't stop. Bro, yesterday <laughs> I was like back on Pokemon Jesus. Go. Oh, God. It was bad. It was like it was like three hours a but day, also bro. there's something to be said about like right. apps that you leave on you know what i mean like it doesn't no. technically yeah. count as use for sure but like you can you check you can everything like it. i don't you want to know FaceTime. the cringiest thing i've ever seen in my life i was at a nice ass restaurant and this dude had this dime piece girl with him he had his he had a charging brick in his back pocket plugged into his phone which was on the table and every 10 minutes he'd look down and swipe the pokey stop <laughs> no while on a date with a dime piece and this dude was low-key like borderline i was like dang this guy must have a personality or some money because he looks like an or incel a big penis or that or that pete davidson dude dude that guy has the biggest big dick energy i've ever seen in my life he don't he's, give a fuck no he does yeah. not even though I think Mac Miller and Ariana were better than Pete Davidson and Ariana. I'm just going to say I that. think that Pete well, Davidson yeah. would agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. Wait, who's she even with right now? I don't uh, know. She's getting married to some guy. Probably with her. Really? Some yeah. random. Yeah, she, just got, she got engaged recently, I think. Ooh, wait, are Kim and Kanye back together? I don't even know. No, Kim's know. like dating Pete Davidson right now. Nah. No, nah, but they held hands and No, not. no, people, I keep saying shit every day. They're going out and she went to like, Stat, who goes to Staten Island for no reason? That's where No Pete one Davidson goes to from. Staten Island. She's going to Staten Island to visit him. They're going on dates and shit. That's what they're saying. That's the only reason you go to Staten Island is one, if you felt like. ever go to Staten Island for any reason? It's not even, it doesn't even count as a borough. Right. Make Fairfield County the fifth I borough. I think, I think they're, they're honestly Staten. probably just friends and the media plays it out oh, yeah. more than it is. Well, but they, like, uh, they have even to sell something. Like. I don't even care how attractive you think Kim is, bro. Like the clout behind that, I just I couldn't. Like the amount of like like there's just I'd love just to be friend zoned by any A lister. Period. Elaborate. Meaning like just be friend zoned where you're like hanging out platonically. Oh, okay. I thought you just mean like like you shoot your shot and you get friend zoned by like an A list. I'd be fine with that. It's like too. you randomly DM like Kim but Kardashian. Like, so long like, as sorry, they, bud. <laughs> so long as they keep me around as some like arm candy, like shit i don't know okay and then i'll like dm kanye and be like hey what's up homie uh you want some like inside intel on the uh wifey or what because yeah. i'm with her right now right the goal is just to be like the you know a famous person sure his fucking eyebrows again you better so you, watch out you know you don't get like all the you know cameras and media and stuff but you know you're still like in that world you know it'd be kind of dope just kind of like lurking you know no like you're like for example, you're like the main producer of like some big rapper. And so you kind of, you know, you're hanging around them and you kind of like get a taste of the world, but you're never big enough to where you have to deal with celebrity things. I think it'd be kind of cool. So you get all the fruits, but none of the, uh, yeah. Labor. But well, it depends fruits, if you're yeah. cut in. Cause if you're cut in and making money off of that brand, then yes, that makes sense. But like, if you're just some homie who like crashes on their couch and cooks like that's kind of yeah no gaze. dude all these all these like rappers and celebrities posses is just like what do you even do like just you're like a hype man like okay yeah. don't disrespect gator like that though well he <laughs> needs him Daviante. yeah anyways i will say this though something, something that somebody told me once was like 
be the guy that like you know has something to offer you know you Ooh, you, 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 you can be somebody that's crashing somebody's fucking couch doing fucking nothing but if you have something to offer you're worth something I agree. so don't be something that is one of my professors told me this something is that um like don't try to don't apply for a job in a business treat yourself as the job as the business like not like sell yourself but be like you know, like, like some of this know pen, your words, right? And the same thing. thing. You know, just like, like, oh, well, it's a very pen. nice pen. You can use it to write Fucking down, write down, write down, write down your name. No, no, I don't like, have a pen. No, not like that. No, 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 no. no. It's just it's it's and demand, it's motherfucker. It's, 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 well, kind of. I think it's like, well, write down your name. I don't have a pen. Here you fucking go. Type shit. You know, like be you. Even the simplest things, like hey, you need it, right? You know what? You yourself are a business. I fucked up on the equation though because I was being someone useful to the guy who was sleeping on our couch. <laughs> That's deep, it was being useful to you. That's no, tough. not at all. In fact, like it, the exact opposite. <laughs> like spiteful even. Hmm. Stupid little bitch. What you doing now? You live and you learn. You drop in music anymore? Probably not. He's not. Dro- dropped off, bro. Peaked in high school. Peaked in middle How's school. How's that any taste over there? Actually, Henny's what? pretty nice. I like a it. Henny taste. I made a Hennessy old fashioned last night. It was quite nice. Ooh, we gotta we gotta do this sometime. It's not bad. Hey, old uh, hand that to my feet. I gotta. No. <laughs> I'll take the other one. No, no, no. Dog, the way he just said that one. No, bro, I do no. not fuck with feet, dude. I got like an anti foot fetish. So you don't like suck your girlfriend's toes? Then. Absolutely not. Thank I tell you. her the socks stay on, dude. Socks on during sex? Yes, to keep it, you know, heterosexual, obviously. See, <laughs> even with your girl. <laughs> this is what some, I was saying some about... Some girls hate that shit. I don't no, really understand. You, so, you remember when I was talking about transparency? Yeah. Um. Oh, never mind. Never mind. I'm not going to... Oh, I'll tell you... Okay, well, now you off, have to say it. Cast. No, I can't because... You just cut it or bleep it or something. I don't this, know. This is true. Okay. Um. <laughs> so, I'm not a big foot guy at all. And it's like, I was hanging out with a... The, the two chicks and one of them was just like just casually just like yeah and I was just like sitting in the chair and my boyfriend was like sucking my toes and I'm like uh, excuse me like um I did not want to hear that. what the like, fuck? like that's, that's, that's cool and all but it's like no yeah who does that casually yeah I was just casually sitting in my chair while my boyfriend sucked my fucking toes hey I understand an oral fixation that's I've the done that once and I was about... hammered okay and I regret it Oh, but I was there, there for was that. There for that. I was in a hot tub. He also, I was very drunk. He also Blackout. pissed in a hot tub and then bragged the whole way coming home about it was how he pissed on a bitch a and then sucked her toe. No, no, you I can't get say it. that shit. That's R. Kelly shit. You cannot say that. I'm, but if, you, the people are going to compare me to yeah, R. Kelly. That is no, not no. R. Kelly shit, dude. You just he was peeing on bitches toes. and shit. No, no, oh, really? the R. Yes. Kelly shit that people had an issue with wasn't him pissing. Well, on that, girls. people the issue they had was he was beating the shit out of girls. Well, I think the issue was like the underage shit too. But well, anyways, yeah, pissing, pissing on, on there underage. There are so many issues with R. Kelly that yeah, do not have to do you know, with him pissing on people. Just thrown in prison. Like he's done, right? Like no, I'm I pretty, think, yeah, he was just on trial. I think. Yeah, no, I, think I think he, he got he's out. Undone. Point is, the pissing thing. We, we're making a joke about pissing in hot tubs, and then I made a joke about. Uh, I get, who doesn't piss in hot tubs? Don't piss in hot. Please don't. I don't piss in hot tubs. I, I was also blackout drunk. Do you piss in hot tubs? I got a hot tub and I piss in it. God, thank you. Okay. I, okay, look, you know, like the, the warm water trip. You're not you invited friends... to my hot tub. Yeah, for real. Well, well, it's a gated community, so fuck off. Well, I'm gonna flex my uh, my pool boy status again. 
So I uh, cleaned hot tubs and pools. He also cleans out your mom. Did, what, you used saying. to clean pools? Yeah, three summers in a row. I did. I was a pool boy. No, it was fine. Oh. But, dude, I've seen some nasty-ass tubs. And it's like... I don't, I don't make it a common thing. I just say, well, you know, sometimes you gotta go. You gotta go. Let's get the fuck out the tub and go. Piss. No, as long as you keep throwing some chlorine in there, like, it's good, bro. No, it's safe. It's they just filtered every fucking nasty, time. bro. Dude, I used to be a swim instructor. And not only team. pee, but dookie <laughs> floating in the water. I'm not even kidding. No, that's actually bad. No, I know. They had to evacuate, but sometimes no, they would just scoop it out and throw people back in. Bro, it's that, literally not safe. Like, I know. Like literally, you can get like shut down. I know. I, I quit that job. Please. Oh, God, dude. Dude, that, that water was so murky, I couldn't see my hand in front of my face underwater. <gasps> Bro, you have to be like certified to take care of fecal matter in a pool. Like you have to go through a training course to be certified. How to clean shit out of water. It's true, because no, the procedure is you have to clean it out and then either drain They're everything or toilet. put some special like solution in no, it. No, you just shock the fuck out of yeah. it. Like put way too much chlorine into it to the point where you cannot swim in it and then like, leave there's it like nothing that will ever live in that. It's like, no, like shocking on napalm. Like, like chlorine like kills stuff, but when there's like fecal matter, like that shit can actually like fuck dude, you up. Dude, dude, the way matter. that fucking this dude got don't, don't so shit in a pool, he got please. so fucking like disturbed when he said that shit. He's like, are you serious? Like he's so fucking disturbed. He said that he he's knows. Got, like, in the pool. He knows. You guys have seen some shit. Hey, no pun intended. Speaking of which, my cousin, who's literally one of my best friends, also was a pool boy for like two or three summers. You guys, when we go back to home. We need to get him on the pod so y'all can just go off about oh, pool dude. boy shit. Oh, it's my dream. Pool it's such a dead shit. end job, bro. Like I love it. I got some homies in it and they're they're making it big. Like they're making it big. What do you key. mean? Like one guy's like a manager. Ah, he's like the pool as a the pool boy, boy ladder. Shout as out to Willie Do if you're listening. I love you. As a pool boy, what does BLM mean to you? Oh Jesus. Sorry? Bang <laughs> local MILFs. Okay, dude. The Idaho MILFs? Don't exist. I'm sorry. You have to be Dude, in Cali. Dude, some of the some of the California milfs that are transplanting, not bad. You it's know, true. there's always a milf somewhere. There's at least one neighborhood with them. Dude, yeah. I've cleaned a lot of pools, and there's been a few like like not close encounters, but you know, they get a little they get a little saucy with you when Dude. you're like trying to clean. But yeah. There's, okay. There's some oh, chicks. Out this is really interesting. I'm about so, to get saucy with you right now. There's one of my next door Suck neighbors. My toes. One and of my. You'll see that on the Patreon. <laughs> one of my. One of my. Ten dollars a month. One of my. We should one, start No, we should do an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty funny, actually. One of my next door neighbors. He was the CEO of Bodybuilding.com. He like kind of just left his wife, and like. A month later, Dan Bilzerian the posts fucking, a like, picture. Lost the thunder again. Posts a picture with his wife on a bed with a Barrett 50 cal, and he's like, he added my next door neighbor. He's like, at Ryan DeLuca, you fucked up. And then the next day, so what's there's like a it's not absurd mode, ludicrous mode. He got his wife one of those like ludicrous Tesla Model S's, like the first models. And the next day on Dan Bilzerian's story, he said, hey, I'm giving away a free ludicrous mode Tesla to one of my followers. <laughs> like, so it was just like full on disrespect. Yikes, dude. Damn. That's he's tough. a nice guy too, though. My next door neighbor, like he he's a pilot, like a private pilot. Oh, like he tough. flies his own plane and yeah. like he was doing like life flights for people to get them to hospitals and stuff. Like he's a he's a good guy. 
don't get me wrong. I but, love where's the butt? But the fact that my yeah. next door neighbor had beef with Dan Bilzerian is kind of funny. Like that. that's cool. That's cool. That, I mean, that, honestly, that's more street cred for him. It is. That's the type of neighborhood that yeah. we're talking about here. Every once in a while, like that. every once in a while, my neighbor across the lake will like buzz our neighborhood with his private across chopper. the lake. Yeah, dude. no, they got private ponds and shit, bro. It's dumb. Yo, fair enough. Like I respect hey, your dad for being we need, there. We need like, to get a ski power trip too, going but, this summer, this winter. Winter but, ski. Uh, Big Bear, Sun or Valley, Bogus. Sun Valley. I have a funny oh. story about that. Hey everybody, it's uh Ben. Uh, this episode ended up being three hours plus long, so we're gonna break this up into two pieces. Uh, there really was no good stopping point, so this is the end of part one. Part two will be dropping soon, and also on our Patreon, we will be releasing the full, unedited, uncut, uncensored three-hour version. So hopefully we'll see you over there. If not, you can wait for episode two to come out. Anyway, see you around.